Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. In most of episode 95 of the Tech John, we'll be talking to our featured guests. But before we get to the interview, we discuss another case of facial recognition misidentifying a person of color leading to their wrongful arrest. In our interview, we talk with Lamar Wilson, the unofficial CEO of Tech Unboxings and lifestyle entertainer and influencer with over 3 million followers. Lamar tells us about his journey to becoming a prolific content creator, how he decided to forego long form content for short form vertical video and leaves us with tips on how to become a content creator and ultimately get sponsored by brands. We got all this and more for you in episode 95 of the Tech John. From Columbus, Ohio, I'm your host, Rob Dunwood. And come out of Philly is your girl, Tech Life Steph. And out of Atlanta, this is Terrence Gaines, a.k.a. Brother Tech, a.k.a. Mr. One and a Half Times Podcast Speed. I just, <laughs> just figured I out. I saw your Facebook post. I was like. <laughs> you just not getting hip to that. I right. just figured out that I could listen to podcast. I can't do two yet. I started with two. I'm like, all right, that's just way too fast. So I slowed it down to 1.25. I was like, eh, I can bump it up a little bit. So my sweet spot is 1.5 podcast listening speed that, that speeds it up just enough, but it's still, I can understand what's going on to absorb the information of whatever podcast I'm listening to. So, uh, shout out to y'all for not telling me that I should have been doing this forever. <laughs> I just assumed you knew. Because you literally have been podcasting forever. So I just I just assumed you knew I, I am a one point seven is my sweet spot. That is right on the cusp of I, I can still comprehend at one point seven. I may have to slow down if it's like something really technical and I'm trying to get. But if it's like entertainment, I can just knock that up to two um, and, and I'm good. And I here's another one. Do you trim silence? Do I what trim silence? Obviously not, because I have no idea. Okay, so so that's that's another trick. So a lot of podcasts they have like just silence of more than like a second or so. If you trim oh, it, yeah, yeah, you can yeah. literally you okay. can capture like two minutes in, a, in an hour show. Sometimes for yeah. people just make awkward pauses and stuff Do like that. Do you really need to be that productive? Don't you just want to sit and listen for listening's sake? Well, some on some things I do, but this recent podcast that I just started listening to, um, it's so. The information is so good. I'm like, well, I'm not going to start where, you know, whatever podcast came out that week and just go from there on. I want to go back to the beginning and start over from podcast episode one. So then I look back. I'm like, man, that's 200 some odd episodes. So yeah, you're like, on your binge you know, game. I don't know if I got time to get you all. Okay. Yeah, so I need, I need to need to speed it up. And I was playing around. I was like, what can I do? And I was like, oh, you know what? Let me try this, you know, uh, uh, speed on the podcast and I went up to two immediately. I was like, what are y'all doing? So I was like, let me back it down some. 
So speaking of speed, I, I want to, you know, we, we're not going to speed through this story because it's an important one that we're, we're going to talk about first. But, yo, we got a guest. We haven't had a guest on and it's, it's been a little bit of a minute. So we got a guest. I was going to say, uh, cut you off. I, you said speaking of speed, I thought you was going to reference old boy speed uh, at the discord and his uh, issues he ran into. I don't know if y'all know, but. Speed is one of the most popular outside of what's that guy's name out of New York that had that uh, crazy uh, Kai Sin- Kai Sinet. Yeah, him and him and uh, Speed, two brothers, young brothers, have recently got into trouble over Discord by doing some crazy stuff. We talked about. I don't know if we talked about it on this show, but uh, Kai Sinat is that his name? Say it again, Rob. I think it's Kai Sinat. I, I'm, yeah. I'm going based off my daughter because I, I I've heard the name, but you know I'm not a big you know. So real quick, fan. real quick. Uh, he's a New York discord streamer, probably one of the most popular streamers on discord, if not the most popular black streamer on discord, he decided he wanted to give away some playstations, said oh, pull up, yeah. everybody in New York pulled up and calls pandemonium. <laughs> so he had no, to flat out right. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, I you, mean, but isn't that kind of like yelling fire in a crowded theater though? Yeah. To, to a certain degree. I mean, he shut here. down Union Square, yo. Like, right. like you can't do that. Yeah. So that caused pandemonium. So he had to, he had to dig out of that one. And then Speed, which is another Discord streamer, these young kids just not aware of what's going on and was reacting to something in his usual manner. And somehow exposed himself <laughs> on camera, exposed his junk, his frontal. Out, look, I didn't watch it. I'm just saying he, you know, so he got some doing, he's doing some damage control as a result of that. So just, just an antidote. When you said speaking of speed, I thought that's what you're going to jump into, but I digress. I never even heard of that one. Yeah. Right. I never even heard of that one. So, but yeah, it, but the thing with Kai though, cause like so I've heard of him that, that made like national news on that one because it was a riot. But here's the thing. Bro didn't even have PlayStation fives to give out. It was, it was all, he just said it to see if people would show up. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, the, I, I, I believe, I don't know if he was arrested, but the, you know, I, I know that they're thinking about charging him with inciting a riot or, or, or whatever statutes that he may have violated in, in doing it. But it's like, bro, you ain't even had a PlayStations. It's like uh, definitely, definitely some unwanted in- yeah. attention. So, but y'all on a more serious note, let's, let's jump into this first story. So, and I'm just going to let you know, we already said we, we got a guest coming on and we're going to get to our guests. But before we do, I want to talk about another case of inaccurate AF facial recognition being used to arrest folks for crimes they didn't commit. So this one is one where it wasn't just that the AI or the facial recognition was incorrect. It's like a travesty of justice of how the police operated after the fact. So there is a, you know, a young woman, a young mother who is based out of Detroit, who just happened to be getting her. This is back in the beginning of February, I believe. She's just trying to get her kids off to school and she's eight months pregnant. The police show up at the crib. And ultimately, they're arresting her for carjacking. Her name is Portia Woodruff. She's a Detroit native. As I said, she was arrested for suspected carjacking. And this all stems from a facial recognition that was not her. Now, here's why this is so bad. So eight years ago, back in 2015, Portia actually got arrested because she was driving on a suspended license. 
Nothing crazy, but she was, you know, she was just, you know, that, that's why she was arrested. So when you get arrested, as yeah, a young kid, yeah, as a young person, and it ended up getting a mugshot. So that's the first part. the The story from the victim of this crime is that he was at the liquor store, met a woman at the liquor store, had sex with the woman in the car at the liquor store. Then decided to drive her somewhere else or, or she asked him to drive her somewhere else. And when they showed up to the place, it was like 10 minutes from the liquor store. There was people waiting f- for him that stole his cell phone, stole his car. And the woman ends up going back to the liquor store. And that's where the security camera caught her face. So what the police did was they ran it through facial recognition and it matched up on Portia Woodruff's image from eight years ago. Now, here's the thing. She's eight months pregnant. At no time did the victim ever say that he was with a pregnant woman. They matched it off of an eight-year-old photo that, according to the lawyer, looks nothing like her. And he said this specifically. It definitely doesn't look like somebody that's eight months pregnant that is visibly with child. The the victim never said anything about the woman being pregnant. They never asked the victim about anything being pregnant. And they never even showed the victim a current driver's license. They actually had the victim and Portia in the jail at the same time, questioning him and questioning her. And the detective that is running this is going back and forth in between them. And at no point does the detective that she ever say, was this woman pregnant? No, 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 no. See, this, y'all know Portia and LaShantia got beef, right? Because that's yeah. all this is. Yeah. Okay. This is, yeah. this is not bad facial recognition. Portia and LaShantia got beef because the detective that you are referring to is LaShantia Oliver. Mm-hmm. Portia and LaShantia got beef. Whatever it is, Portia may not know she got beef with LaShantia. Mm-hmm. But LaShanti, but Portia's fiance, who was at the house at the time Portia got arrested, is clearly LaShantia's old ex or oh, something. The plot Portia thickens. and LaShantia got beef. There's absolutely no way this whole thing went down mm-hmm. off some eight year old photo of this woman. And this woman is eight months pregnant and they, they pulling this woman out of her house, getting her. There, there's just. No police department is that inept. And we with Detroit <laughs> and with Detroit at as broke as it is, and they got they about to have to pay this woman the money they about to have to pay this question. This woman's about to get paid. Mm-hmm. And with Detroit is as broke as it is, there's no way they made this mistake. D- Portia and LaShantia got beef. <laughs> and like I said, Portia might not have have been aware of the beef she has with LaShantia, but LaShantia <laughs> is aware of the beef she has with Portia. So she felt and, some kind of way is what you're saying. She put Portia on blast and 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 wanted to harass Portia for whatever reason she had to harass Portia and and almost made Portia lose her child behind some nonsense. But that's what women do, unfortunately, when they mad because she got the man. Oh, that's and, what I was going to say. Is there a man involved? There's a man. I'm, I, I, I would I would be willing and I don't gamble at all. But I would be willing to bet that whoever this fiance is of Portia's who was in the home at the time Portia was arrested is an ex or a current of LaShantia's. 
and knows what is going on between the two of these women. So to be clear, to bet good money, allegedly that this man, this this alleged fiance knows what is going on between Portia and LaShawn. So to be clear. I just want to be just to be clear. You're not reporting this. You're just saying what had happened was. You're just saying what what happened. Okay, so yes, so just God green earth. You got a woman eight months pregnant that you bringing down to a station that you are pulling away from her children and at eight thirty in the morning taking them to school, and you got a current. Uh, driver's license that you could show a man, but you choose to show him an eight-year-old picture. Ain't ain't no way, ain't no way. If Portia it, and Lashantia got history, mm-hmm, and and mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. all that that was, and that's mm-hmm, all that that was. So you, so here's what this is done because the rest of the story come out. Wait so the rest of the story. I, I do want to see if that part comes out because that is the like that that is the made for TV part of this. But here's the other thing that has happened from this. There was something wrong with the facial recognition, because why would facial recognition software, um, you know, it, like so I'm just reading through some of the stories. It sounds like they can put in all kind of criteria when they start doing these matches. So she is currently eight months pregnant. So you kind of alluded to it. She actually started having contractions. So she left the police department or police station and went right to the ER because she was having contractions and was dehydrated from spending all day there. But the thing is, why would the facial recognition, why would it not eliminate her with her being eight months pregnant and looking so much different now to go and grab her up out of that house? That's all. Ashantia needed an excuse for that bogus ass warrant she wanted to go grab that girl out of her house because she mad because she with her man. I'm telling you, this was, a setup. this was a setup. That was some bogus from the beginning. She knew she could get him. She knew the facial recognition don't work and that is wrong a lot because it's been wrong because like as you said, Rob, Detroit keep it keep getting it wrong because they've had this happen before. This is Six times, six times right. this is now happening in Detroit. That, she knew she could use that as an excuse. Oh, well, the facial recognition messed up. We didn't know. We, we it was a mistake from the so she could plausible deniability. Lashanti Lashanti ain't stupid. She's a whole <laughs> yeah, detective yeah. at a police department. She know how to get around the, the red tape. So she knew she could use that as an excuse, and she, that's what she used. She probably maybe did not know Portia was eight months pregnant and was having problems with gestational diabetes and and things like that so she probably wasn't trying to send a girl into early labor and and cause her to lose a child she probably wasn't counting on that she was just counting on getting this girl shook enough maybe to get her away from that man but all this other stuff done done came into play now LaShanti about to lose her job and get charges brought up against her and Porsche about to get paid so here's here's, so here's the the other part of this hold up Rob real quick I'm uh, looking at this YouTube uh, video the false arrest of a pregnant woman accused in a carjacking by Detroit police has led to a lawsuit. But Detroit's police, Detroit police chief James White isn't blaming the case on faulty facial recognition software. Instead, a mistaken investigator. That's oh, yeah. all the title says in uh, the YouTube. But uh, oh, I got I got yeah. quotes. He yes, said, um, going down yeah, Chief White. Yeah, Chief White said his officers will not be allowed to use facial recognition derived images in photographic lineups again, period. He's shutting this all down because it's like he knows they're about to get sued for a grip 
and they're going to have to settle because they don't want to go to, they do not want to have to go to court on this one. But he's saying that this was, and let me read this here. Facial recognition produced a lead in the case, but according to police chief James White, it was followed up by very poor police work leading up to the wrongful arrest of Miss Woodruff. So when your chief is basically throwing you under the bus right off the jump, you know that this, you, you, yeah, you. LaShantia <laughs> had a vendetta. What, what had happened was. And tried to use her position in the police force to settle it. And now it's about to get settled for real. And yeah. I'm just waiting like, for, I got my popcorn waiting for the rest of this story yeah, to come. I, I, I see a settlement coming, but also they're changing how they actually use this now, which, which I guess would be a good thing because this has happened six times. It's, it's, it's always been black people. And this is the first time it's been a black woman in Detroit that this has actually happened. So, um, like I said, they actually have submitted, you know, changes. It's going to have to be two captains that are going to have to actually review this before they allow you to actually, you know, do a warrant. There's like, no, we, you know, we don't want this to happen again. And it should be ahead of time right. before something like Which this. Is how it should have been be from the beginning. Right. Especially be- when you know that the software is, we say this every time we talk about facial recognition, it is the worst for black women. Now, this is the first time that it is actually flagged a black woman, you know, here, but it's, the six times it has happened, as I said, it's been black folks. And it's all been wrong. It's, well, you, you, I guess we don't know about the times when they've actually, you know, successfully done it. But just to know that when we started talking about facial recognition, that it could be a thousand percent worse for black women than it could be for anybody else. Why would you not have every other safeguard in there unless your the way you were operating was we want to just get enough to say we can go charge this person and bring him in. We ain't really trying to clear nobody. We just trying to you know get you and bring him in. I hope that that's not the case, but it kind of looks like it in, in this case. And, you know, at least there's going to be some good that comes out of it on the other side that they won't be able to use facial recognition in this way anymore because it's like, you know, I've listened to the lawyer. It's like, just look at it. It's like, what what kind of software would you actually use that could be this wrong? You're using a picture that's eight years old. And right now today, it's like she, she, she didn't just get pregnant, you know, 14, 15 days ago when, when the thing happened. And because I think it happened January 29th, like she's been pregnant for eight months before that. She's at the end of her pregnancy, very visible. And they, they never actually used any of that. So that's where the bad police work comes in. But the, thank I, I, God this woman did not lose her child or over worse. this nonsense. Oh. You know what I mean? It just, it just, like I said, this just stinks of a vendetta on the part of that detective. And, you know, cause there's like, you, you can't justify any reason you wouldn't well, have just showed that man a picture of this woman's current driver's license and called it a day beside and, and decided to show him an eight-year-old photograph of this woman a photo of this woman it just stinks of a vendetta and and thankfully this woman did not lose her baby or her own life behind right. some nonsense so it, it's crazy and like you know the, the thing that we, we we when we started talking about just facial recognition and how it can you know how it can be used this is what you have to clean up for. You, you know, you you just you can't just allow it to be used this way. You know, we've said before that we don't want to give the police the opportunity to say, oh, well, the, the facial recognition said it. So I have, you know, I have to give you the warrant. When we talked about the first time, like I think it was our first episode when we talked about, I can't remember the gentleman's name, but a, a bro got arrested for this. And the police officer even told him, yeah, it doesn't look like you, but I still have to arrest you because the the warrant has your name on it. 
that's that's the kind of stuff, you know, at, at some point there's got to be some common sense stuff, you know, common sense that goes into policing. It's like when you could clearly look and see this woman is so pregnant that it couldn't have possibly been her. That should have shut it down when they showed up to her house. But as you say, we, you know, we will find out what the what had happened was if, there, if there's anything else on this one. Where's that dust coming from? Still finding debris after vacuuming? Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y dot And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. So, y'all, as I've been telling, as I've been alluding to, we have a guest that we are bringing on the show. And Lamar Wilson, that that is our guest this week. He has a bio. I'm going to go ahead and read it as I'm bringing him in to our live stream. But uh, let me go ahead and read this. Lamar Wilson, a charismatic lifestyle entertainer and influencer, has been captivating audiences since 2008 with his unique blend of humor, insight and authenticity. With a social reach of over 3 million followers, Lamar has carved out, a, let me say that again, 3 million. I, I don't want to just skip over that. His reach of over 3 million followers, Lamar has carved out a niche as a trusted voice in the digital space. His journey began in technology consulting, but he quickly discovered his true passion for educating and entertaining through the Internet. In 2011, he made the leap to full-time content creation, a decision that has since shaped his dynamic career. So that's that's uh, Lamar, correct me if I'm wrong, that's, that's chat GPT, right? Yeah, that was not. I wouldn't write that stuff about yeah, myself. So, so, you yeah, so, that, so, that's, so, so that's, that's on a computer. Yeah, let, let me give you the Rob intro. So, <laughs> so yeah, so uh, L- Lamar and I, we have known of each other, and we've met. I would say probably three or four times over the years. You know, just by being on a, you know another podcast together. But um, it's it's probably relatively recent in the last. I would say year eighteen months, and we just started going back and forth on Twitter and just, just talking and just chat, you know, chatting it up and you you would post stuff that I like. Yeah. I'd post stuff that you like. And we just kind of, you know, you know, became, you know, internet friends that way. And it's like, how is it that we have gone so long and I've not gotten you on this show up until this point, but I want to talk about things. Oh, okay. No, I was going to say, I I, I could quickly explain why I didn't connect with you. I was scared of you, man. You were scared of me. (laughs) (laughs) There There was like, well, okay. You have a, you have a presence. And I was like, this guy ain't gonna is not gonna like me. He's not gonna like. So I, I like, I was on shows with you, but I was like, he, he's on a because you were. Rob ain't got no presence. No, this is what I do. I just, I just talk close on the microphone to give me that deep voice effect, that proximity (laughs) effect. That's that's all I'm doing. Yeah. So, so uh, no, but once we talk, man, I was like, oh, this, this dude, this dude is dope. So Stephanie and Terrence, just like he's saying that, this is what I had to say to him. I was thinking the same thing. It's like. Bro, you you like are putting out 15, 16 videos an hour. Um, you know, you dominating over on on YouTube. You you know, you're killing it over on TikTok. You got Instagram going. 
you're doing all these things. It's like, okay, you're probably busy. I'm not going to mess with you to, you know, try to bring you on the show. But I've been following you, Lamar, for, for, for years. I mean, it's, it's, it's been years since, you know, I, I think the first time I saw you, you were on, um, the Twit TV network doing oh, some stuff old, going, going way good, back. Good old Twit. You good old Twit. So yeah. I think that's when I first, you know, became aware of you. But then I started, it's like, uh, you, you know, I like how you do your videos. You know, nobody's saying that you copying off anybody else. If anything, other people are literally biting your style on how you do your videos. But it's just like I've been following you forever. So I'm just personally happy to get you on the show. And uh, I, 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 I never bring a guest on and ask them to, well, well, tell me about yourself. Tell me about what you're doing. Um, but I did have some very specific things that I want to talk to you about because like you have been a creator and you look like us, a black creator that has attained a level of success, like with 3 million followers on, on various platforms that, that, that is impressive. So I kind of want to just kind of dig into your story of how you actually got into doing these things. And essentially you are the, and I'm doing the quotes here for people who cannot see me right now. Lamar is the CEO of unboxings because that is what he has championed. (laughs) (laughs) And this bra is unboxing everything. Uh, you know, everything, literally everything. That name came very affectionately from, uh, from TikTok, you know they make CEOs of people. You, know, you do a lot of a one type of video. Oh, he's a, he's the CEO of, of talking about hurricanes or whatever. Like they, it's just one of those things they do on TikTok. They give you those nicknames, and that one kind of stuck. And I was like, oh, I like that, you know, because I, I I don't claim to be like the best or the top. I'm not, but it's like, yeah, I, I can do CEO. That's cool. So, yeah. Well, so I, I mean, Rob, yeah. Go, go ahead, Terrence. No, I was going to, uh, well, you're probably going to eventually get into this, but one thing that stuck out to me recently, well, I say within the past year with you is you have consciously, purposely decided to make the transition from more long form YouTube, tra- uh, call it traditional YouTube content to more short form, even the horizontal, you know, uh, story, uh, content. You know, uh, from just going on YouTube, from, you know, going to TikTok and Instagram. Tell us about that transition, why you felt you needed to do it and, you know, how successful has it been so far? Okay. Did you want me to jump, jump to that now versus the, the pre stuff? Or, I mean, I mean, well, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I do want to hear the background. You know, Rob said he ain't going to say tell you about yourself, but, but I kind of want to hear the background because, you know, you do have a background in, in tech and, and IT and, and I, and, and, and as much as, you know, Rob, knows about you i i'm not gonna front i i did not know who you were before rob that's very fair yeah um and you know so i would love to hear a little bit about your background and, okay and yeah I, and i'll, I'll try to i'll try to make it i'll try to make it not a whole hour talking about it <laughs> there, there's a lot <laughs> yeah, I mean, like i said i would, I would love to hear yeah. your background so, yeah. okay so yeah so i'm from chicago um, I started in tech, honestly, uh, you know, I'm, I'm probably around you all's age. I'm, I'm 45. So I, I started in the nineties in, in, in tech in a, in a computer lab in a, in a, in a, uh, high school. Started working at Best Buy. That's where I started learning about technology. So I really got a lot of my, a lot of my love of it from retail. I worked Best Buy. I worked, uh, Office Depot, just the kind of inner trenches when the Windows 95 and all that came out. So I was there. When everybody was like, okay, computers are going to the house. 
then I, I was I was there trying to trying to you know educate and and get people to to understand them. So it was a really exciting time mm-hmm. to to be in a tech. Um, I, I'm, I'm jumping here a little bit, but but later mm-hmm. on I got into the the school system. Uh, I was going to school, but I, I was uh, I, I was able to work in the school as an assistant, uh, an assistant teacher, and things. So I got into the education, start, started working with uh, you know classrooms, working with the, the main teacher. Uh, one thing led to another. Uh, I had a family issue, so I couldn't. I wasn't able to like finish my classes. I had to go back home, Chicago. My grandma was really sick, so I got there. Ended up working uh, in the school system with. Uh, I became the the technology coordinator at a school. So I had like reading groups I was working with, you know, kids. I was, I was definitely in the classroom, right. uh, but just, just not as the main, as, as the main teacher, but because I hate to say it, like just the teacher wasn't teacher pretty much checked out. So I kind of took over the classroom in the third and fourth graders. And, you know, yeah, yeah, I wasn't, you know, officially certified or anything, but, but like, I just used my background from working in, and sales and working in and and, and marketing because you had you know it was a black school uh, uh south side of chicago and you know th- these these particular kids that i worked with that the teacher checked out on them school kind of gave up on them they were fourth graders with reading at kindergarten first grade levels you know so they just kind of you know how you know that statistic by fourth grade if you're not reading you, 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 yeah so that was the situation i saw that and i was like i gotta help them I got to do something, you know. So, you know, I, I made it my mission to work to work with them, you know, nonstop. Got them by the end of the year to reading at fifth, sixth, seventh grade mm-hmm. level. Yeah, matter of fact, they it, they got so good that the state came in and audited me because like there's no way, there's no way you could have got them. Yeah, I was like, oh, so you can't these black kids can't achieve three, four. There's no way. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. So. Uh, cause I tested them. They're like, we're going to have our testers come in. I was like, that's fine. I took the day off. <laughs> I, I did my thing. They scored higher with the other tester. So, so that you were like, uh, you were like the Jaime Escalante of, mm. of reading. And <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah. I Stand and deliver. Saw the movie Stand and deliver. Yeah. 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 Come yeah. in and test them. Yeah. They'll score yeah. better on your test than they did on mine. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So, so, but from there, I still had my, my tech background, right? And I wasn't, a, you know, the official teacher. So, uh, and op- I saw that the, the school, again, it's a black school. I'm looking at the north side of Chicago. These school, this is 2003. So, but some, a lot of the schools had websites already. They had computer labs and, you know, and we're over there with nothing. And I'm not blaming it on being south side and, and black, but, you know, we just didn't get the funding that, right. that these other more affluent, uh, places got a lot of it is, is by uh, taxes that are in certain areas. So the higher, you know, the higher yeah, tax it's bracket. Tougher, but more, unequal. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Tougher, yeah. but unequal. Yeah, it's the yeah. funding. You pretty much like it, it is in the entire yeah. rest of the United States. Exactly. You can blame <laughs> it on that. Yeah. So so yeah, uh, I just start. I started building the website on my own. I was just like, you know, he because the principal was like, you want to do it, do it. So I built the website. I started helping teachers with technology. Eventually, I became the tech coordinator. And then uh, for a couple of years, I kind of ran the school as far as technology and things. And um, uh, th- this particular story is good. This kind of set the tone for everything I do now. Uh, around 2005, my principal took me into the office. Uh, he was a cool guy. He's like, you need to leave. I was like, excuse me? He's like, you need to leave. It's time for you to leave. And so what he meant by that is that what I was doing in the school 
he could tell it wasn't enough. Wasn't great. You know, like I needed to go to another level. He's like, he's like, I'm getting schools, our neighborhood schools who wants a you to come over there and do what you're doing here. So he's like, you need to do something. You need to figure this out. So I, I built a business. Uh, I left, built a business, a school consulting business, technology consulting business. And, um, I ended up working with darn near 50 schools on my own from like 2006 oh, wow. to 2011. I built their websites. I did staff development. So I was very heavy into that, you know, to that life. Uh, one day, uh, uh, Christmas break. I'm, uh, 2008. I'm sitting there, uh, kind of bored because our, our school and our district had told me they're looking for somebody to do video. Uh, and I, you know, to like videotape different classrooms for like assessments for this grant. They, no one knew how to do it. So I was like bored during Christmas break. I'm like, I'll, I'll play with video. You know, I'll play around, uh, and, 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 and like learn how to do it. So I, and I was like, well, where do I put it to like, oh yeah, this YouTube. So I just uploaded a couple skits and things I did and people started watching them (laughs) and watching them and commenting. I'm like, what is this? So yeah, over those next, next couple of years, I'm, I see my job winding down the school district. Uh, Steph, I know you've worked, you work in a school, you work with school district, right? I I talk to students. Yeah. I go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So I saw, yeah. So I saw that particular program ending and I was like, well, what am I going to do next? What's my next step? Am I going to go on the road and be a consultant or am I, and this YouTube thing was just kind of working. I'm like, let's see if this could work. So yeah, the next year I moved to LA and I've been doing it for 11 years now here in LA, uh, just trying to build up this business of me being kind of just this, this guy who likes to entertain, but also inform by, you know, talking about products I use and services I use. And, uh, it's been a, it's been a weird journey. Cause you know, and we could t- we could talk about the you know the competition and being black and all you know doing this. There, there's a lot. There's a lot that has gone into it the yeah. last ten, eleven years for sure. But oh. that's my background. Sorry, was if that was too long. I no, tried to that's shorten an it. Awesome no, story, no. Though. Yeah, no, it's a good story because I didn't know you were in the consulting for as long as you were. You you you, you did that for years. So I'm, I'm glad Steph did. That you brought that up. Yeah. But back to Terrence's point, you you, yeah. you have been you know you started off as well as everybody did because shorts is still relatively new for, you know, as far as YouTube. But you started off doing the longer form content, and then you know, and I remember watching you because like I was following you, and like you know, you you very deliberately thought about okay, I, I think I might need to switch over and and, and just focus on shorts. So so go ahead and tell yeah. us about that because that, yeah, no. that, I mean for somebody who who had the following that you had to completely change over like that. That that was that was definitely a uh, courageous act. Yeah, uh, and thanks for that question, Terrence. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't by accident. I don't do anything off the off the cuff. Everything is you know I'm a chess player, so I, like I I think ahead two three moves. And um, what I saw doing you know at the time unboxings and tech stuff, I saw a dwindling of interest. Uh, in my well, numbers don't lie. So there was a dwindling interest on YouTube. I had been on. I just think it just happens when you're. a creator on there for such a long time it's just things yeah it's just going to dwindle so i, I start i started seeing that and i'm gonna be honest guy i i just started getting burned out i'm not a person uh i like you know after five or six years i'm ready to move on right i'm ready to do something different but here i stuck this out for an extended amount of time and i was just burnt i was just burned out at the time where i just didn't want to do youtube anymore uh so you know when the pandemic hit that was like Okay, breathing room time. What do I do? What's my next thing? I don't, I don't like this. It, it had nothing to do with 
the money per se. I just didn't like the way it was going and I, I didn't like the trajectory. So, um, you know, I, I missed, and I do want to talk about Vine uh, a little mm-hmm. bit. So remind Absolutely. me, uh, because I, cause I, I, miss, I missed the Vine train, but I saw what people were doing during the pandemic on so on uh, TikTok. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. No, there are adults on here. I thought it was just some dancing kids. And it's like, no, there are adults in here storytelling and, and doing their things. So I'm like, well, let me upload clips from my YouTube and just, you know, format them correctly and let's see what happens. And they, they took off, uh, completely. And so I started making, so, you know, I started making a regular, I hadn't left YouTube, uh, uh, widescreen yet. So I, around early 2021, I started making regular content. What I would do, what happened was I would do regular unboxings on YouTube, right? And then I would shorten it to a minute or so for shorts. So let's say it's an eight minute video. And I would, and then I started thinking, wait a minute. If this one minute video is working and I'm telling the story correctly and I'm getting all the things in that needs to be done mm-hmm. and it's getting 10 times the views and my YouTube thing is, is doing, what am I doing over, over here? And I just realized I'm wasting it. I, I started realizing that the widescreen, so much of that was fluff. We all did it. We all did the, you know, not, not, I never explicitly said, I want to get to 10 minutes. Make sure you're hitting that subscribe. Make sure you're smashing that subscribe button and and, and the ding and the bell and the notification. Yeah. Yeah. It's all all fluff. And I never was one that was like, I'm going to stretch you to 10 minutes for the extra ads. I I don't, I took the law. I never did that. If it got to 10 minutes, it got to 10 minutes. But if, but if it did, it didn't. And so I didn't have that issue, but I was just like, there's just a lot of nonsense in, in these videos, uh, that when I did the same type of video, but shorter and to the point, still entertaining and every, those videos were taking off and, and it, man, it, a light bulb hit in my head. I was just like, what if <laughs> I do this full time? Cause also what was happening during the pandemic, most of my money that was being made, and I do make a living off this, obviously, most of my money that was being made, was not on YouTube, even though I've been on there for years. It was Instagram. It was Ooh. Instagram stories. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was already doing vertical. And for 10 minute videos. It was already, I was already doing vertical. So it was Instagram stories. And so I started, reels came out. I started adding things to reels. Brands were like, oh, we can get a direct video. That's just us. Instead of me doing this dog and pony show, it's like, oh, by the way, I got a sponsor. You know, like like I hated doing doing those those type of mm-hmm. type of videos, and I just like I could just do a direct fun thing for for the brand, and they loved it. And then my TikTok shot up in a few months to a million, and you know, and then what? And so the last thing that was there uh, that was a problem was YouTube, and I was like, okay, I don't, I can't lose this. I got one point at the time, one point five million. I was like, I can't. What what am I going to do here? A few weeks later, YouTube came out with YouTube Shorts, and I'm like, "That's my answer. <laughs> That's the answer." So September 1st, 2021, I didn't even make an announcement. I just started posting what I was doing on TikTok and everything on on Shorts, and it took a few months. It, you know, even with the million, because they they didn't they don't send those to your subscribers all the time. So I was kind of starting at zero, but it took a few months. And then those started blowing up as well. And so I went from 1.5, I'm at 2 million now, plus 2.1 on YouTube. So my YouTube is doing better 
doing short form. So, so my whole business is wow. So let me ask you, what what percentage? Could you mention burnout? You also mentioned mm-hmm. that people don't have they they got short span attention and anything reels shorts that caters to that short form video tends to work, if not work better. What will you contribute the percentage, the lion's share of your decision? Like, all right, bump this, I'm doing it. Like, again, was it burnout or was it like tech is changing and I need to get on board? That's a really good question. I never really thought about the percentage. Just to give you an honest answer, it probably was the latter. It probably was like, no, this is the future. Mm Because I definitely, again, it's one of my looking ahead and and uh, and then looking ahead, I also look back. Let's go back to Vine. I missed the Vine train. I was just like, hey, didn't nobody do look at the seven second. You know, I'm sitting here, I'm doing really well with my widescreen videos. Completely ignored it. And I and I wish I had because you know what Vine did, particular particularly for us, it let black people shine mm-hmm. because it and I because I, I mentor uh, I, I mentor Ooh. people now, right? I mentor people now, and I tell them I say. It's, you know, to make a YouTube channel currently, it's almost impossible to go from ground zero. But think about what those people did at, at Vine. You know, like what, what made it good for uh, black people? Well, it didn't matter whether you had Sprint or Boost Mobile. Mm-hmm. You had a phone, mm-hmm. you had a camera and a microphone, and you know we got talent. And it's the same thing for TikTok now. Because, yeah. it, because it's such bite-sized pieces of content you don't it, it's a easy it's a low barrier of entry for anybody to get in on and you got those trends that everybody can hop on every anybody can do a little dance or or something and and mm-hmm. you know you can you everybody has the same opportunity to blow up basically yeah. and, and that's what they did on, on, and that and i'm gonna be you know i'm not a conspiracy theorist at all but like a lot of us got popular on vine and then they shut that down you know we we started asking for money and they shut mm-hmm. it down the next week. I'm just saying <laughs> things, things, you know, so, but that, that let, that let me know we were onto something for this, this short form. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, and I said, and, and so my short form, my goal was like, okay, I'm too old to be doing this dance and all that crap. Uh, but what, what is my specialty? What can I do in a minute? Can I tell a story in a minute with the products? Can I give you what you need to know? Can I give you my opinion? And can I have some entertainment? entertainment value in there, but also educational value. Can you, can I put that in a minute and package it in a way that you're, you'll leave there is like, man, I want to try that product. Oh, that looks cool. And I think over the, over time I successfully did it. And so I stood out for a while in that because most people were just putting up clips like I did in the beginning from their YouTube mm-hmm. saying, go to my YouTube to see, right. go to see them, go to my YouTube to see my so full, the full the thing. Yeah. Nobody wants to do that. Mm-hmm. And then it not doesn't to- work. It does not work. They, they will not move. They want, they want the content there. And that's why I was like, I can't, I can't run two, those two businesses together. I can't right, do widescreen right. yeah. and vertical together. Because you would essentially me, have to shoot the video twice. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I know and, and I, have, I, have a, I have a good, you're cannibalizing your own content. Cause yeah. now if you're trying to drive traffic to somewhere else, like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Now yeah. they're not watching this and they're not going to come back or, or they're not going to go there. So you're, yeah. it's just like, what are you even doing? So, so what I do now is my, my strategy is I upload to six different places. It's uh, uh, TikTok, Instagram reels, YouTube shorts, Facebook reels, uh, threads. I don't do Twitter anymore. And, and what six is Snapchat? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and Snapchat, I've never really, 
used to, but they have a spotlight feature kind of like TikTok. So I just upload to that and just been letting it work. And it's been growing on its own. Now I got a, uh, after a year of nothing, I got a brand deal over there just for Snapchat, mm-hmm. working with, working with Google on something. So, and you know, uh, when Facebook Reels came out, they invited me to, in, to the program to get paid. It was 2021. They got one of the first people to get paid for doing short form. Like, you know, like per video, cause they were mm-hmm. just trying to get people to, to get, get on the Facebook reels. So I've had some good opportunities with this. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, uh, I wouldn't trade it. I, I'm, I'm like, I'm at a, cause yes, you know, people are like, are you, you know, well, you know, you're being, you know, I get some detractors from my audience. So you're just doing it cause you're being, uh, lazy. You want to do less work. And my, my first thing is like, what if I was? I work it smarter, not harder. Yeah. That, that, isn't that the dream of any business? Right. To, to be efficient? If I can make the same amount of money or better, and I'm making better by doing less but more efficient work, I'm actually making more videos mm-hmm. than, than right. I've ever made before. Like, yeah. why is that a bad thing? So you, you just <laughs> said something. I don't want to let you just gloss over it like you didn't say it. Cause it's, it's a big point, but you, you said, I'm not on Twitter anymore or X as they're now calling it. Now, like I said, you and I go back a little bit on, on, on that platform. So I know once again, you made a very, very conscious, deliberate, well thought out decision to leave the platform. And we're not talking about somebody like me. I got like 900 followers on, uh, on, uh, on X. You had hundreds of thousands of followers on X. A hundred thousand, not a hundreds of thousands. <laughs> it was in the hundreds of thousands. That's <laughs> I'll give you the shot. It was in the hundreds of thousands. Well, it wasn't over. It wasn't 200,000. So it, it, yeah, it wasn't 200,000. It wasn't 200,000. Okay. But you, you know, like I said, you know, I, I knew it was something you were thinking about. Then threads came out and I'm just like, man, I haven't seen, I haven't seen Lamar post in a minute. And next thing I literally like the day that I'm thinking that we get a video. Hey, I'm uh, I'm about I'm about to I'm about to hop over here right fast. <laughs> now, I'm paraphrasing, but I just I, I want to let yeah. you talk about that because there's a whole lot of folks who are saying, oh, I'm getting off a of, off of Twitter. Like if, if I were to get off of Twitter, it doesn't mean anything. I have 900 people. It means something to the 900, but I don't have a hundred thousand. You had a hundred thousand folks that was rocking with you over on that platform and you made a well, very conscious decision to move someplace else. Uh, why don't you tell us how you came to that and why you came yeah, to that? Yeah. So it. it at, at the surface, it sounds stupid. And I, and I, when you say a hundred thousand, it was like, it's like, yeah, that's something. But you know, it, it was, it was calculated. The last few years, I have just, uh, been burned out for Twitter. Matter of fact, I think in 2018, I took a, I don't know if you knew that I took a full year off Twitter. I, the only thing I uploaded, I think I had YouTube allowed you to auto post your videos. And so I just auto post my videos. I would check in every once in a while. But it was just, I had been, I've been on Twitter before I was on YouTube. You know, I was on Twitter early 2008. And it, you know, again, I I guess I can use that word burnout uh, of it, but that's kind of, honestly, it just kind of got sick of all the crap on it. It just got more negative, more negative. And I'm just not a, I'm not a person that likes reveling in that. Some people love to revel in there. You know, I got, I got, you know, friends, a lot of them black and they, they like reveling in that, in that messy stuff. And I'm just, you know, I'm just like, I'm just too old for that. Like I, I, you know, I support you. You know, if you, you know, <laughs> that's your thing. It just started not to be my thing. And then, you know, Elon took over and it just really, you know, I, listen, 
I have as many filters as I can under. I got all the N words. I got all that filtered, you know, but I still get certain, certain things that, that come in and people have just started getting more aggressive because they knew they can get away with it. You know, when somebody realizes they could talk directly to you and, and it just started getting increasingly, I'm just like, wait a minute, why do I have to deal with this? And so I just, man, I just got, I just got burnt burn out of it. And l- listen, I've seen, you know, Hive, Blue Sky. I think there's one for, for black folks. I forgot what it's called. Spill uh, Mob. Spill Mob. You know, I've, I've seen, yeah. you know, and I just, you know, I, I, I put my name on a, a few of them just to save my name. But I, I was like, I don't, it was just something about threads. And what it is, my, my Instagram uh, is already was already doing well. So this came from the same family. And then they just came out so well. And something just told me, like, this this is the right thing to do. And then I, I do want to address the 100,000. I've been on since 2008, Rob. Uh, most of those people are not there. Right. <laughs> they're, they're, they're not. I, I don't have, the, and my engagement on there is super low. Like, like, I don't, I'm not, you know, I, I've done, I've had bot checks and all that. I, I don't, and I don't have many of those. I just think a lot of those people are just not using the site anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said you took a whole year off in 2018. It's like, cause I took a whole two off from 2016. Actually, that's close to three from 2016 to 2019. I don't think I posted anything on Twitter other than maybe happy birthday to somebody every now and again. I just, just wasn't on the platform. It's really been in like the last year and a half that I've even started to pick it up and, you know, and, and use it. But yeah. that, also that's from a business, from a business point of view, honestly, if there was, you know, I'm running a business. So if there's money to be made. I, you know, I'm not going to be stupid, but. Every I talked to my agent uh, about something with the agency, and there's no no brand had any interest. Yeah, there's not a whole lot anything, of money to be made on Twitter. Anything, none. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, not, there's, not, there's, there's really no money to be made on Twitter. As somebody who can get a couple little coins herself, you ain't making no money mm-hmm. on Twitter. Mm-mm. Yeah, you don't want to host fifty million thousand Twitter chats. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, I do yeah. not. <laughs> well, let me let me let me ask you, Lamar, because you done said it a couple different times about how you too old for something. Um, was that a consideration? Like, think way back when you you first decided to kind of enter into this. You know, when you when you were doing the videos at the school and 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 you know, kind of started thinking about what this could look like as you made your way onto YouTube. Um, you know, you you are older than the average influencer um, and content creator. Mm-hmm. Was that a consideration? Uh, getting into this business did you did you think maybe you know what am i doing here am i too old for this should i be going should i be going down this road what was that a consideration for you every single day <laughs> <laughs> every, every single day i i thought that yeah because I, I got into it officially what at age 31 mm-hmm. i believe and and uh yeah er, all the you know yes there were there were people my age there was the shake carls and some and some vlog brothers and a couple other people that were popular soldier knows best which is a t- black tech creator who, who's, who's dope mm. you know he's you know so like they, they were they were people my age but the when i came in the the bigger ones and then the ones that latched to my content were younger right. and so there was very much a am i too old i went it's like is this creepy i went through the whole <laughs> the thing is am, am i okay to be here and am i okay to be here as a black guy you know like you know because yeah. i look at my age as strike one Black is strike two. Uh, there, there's like you. I, I enter and in, being a woman, stri- you know, <laughs> right. yeah, 
Intake, yeah, that, Kai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, you know, it's so it was that. And also, it's a really good question. I'm glad you asked that because it's also like, you know, we, we always hear we're black people. We always got to work twice as hard to get, you know, we, that, that's the that's mm-hmm. not a fable. That's a real actual thing. That's right. Uh, and and uh, I'm going to be honest about the you, how YouTube is and how I talked to some people on YouTube who were willing to, uh, to divulge. To, to, divulge mm-hmm. Yeah. It's super hard for us. And here's one of the reasons. Most of YouTube's uh, views, as you probably know, do not come from the U.S. They're, they're international. It's a, a 70% of YouTube views are actually international. So the international people, they because of how YouTube's algorithm is, they send them what they think they want to see. So they, they'll send them these top creators, the you know, the... the mm-hmm. uh, Casey Paul Brothers, and, yeah, yeah, Casey, yeah. and I have n- nothing against yeah. these, but they never set us mm-hmm. international. So when I pop up on the thumbnail, they, they're not trying to uh, click that, and they were very. I had somebody who was very honest with me about that. It's like, yeah, that's why, uh, you know, because listen, yes, I have one point I, at the at the time, you know, one, I have two million on YouTube now, but I've been on for. What fourteen years now mm-hmm. on YouTube? I've never had a viral video. I've had videos that gotten a few million over time, right. but I've never, I've never been a person that's. It's been a slow, grueling climb, grind, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. uh, up up there. I really and I really had to learn from that. You know, like it just didn't blow up uh, on, on there. Like my TikTok blew up, but right. uh, but you know, in current times, but YouTube was just a grind, and, and I just realized, yeah. You know, uh, I know some some black creators did the trick where they didn't put themselves in a in a thumbnail, and I tried that a couple times, and I was like, you know what, I don't want to be trying to fool people. That like mm-hmm. like, listen, if you want to, no. you know, like if you want to rock with me, you want to rock with me. You know, I'm not That's gonna, right. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be uh, trying to fool you. So I'm in the thumbnail, and yeah, I don't, I didn't get a lot of views, and, and co- there's some comparable people who I see, and I don't try not to, I try not to compare, but we're human, so we're gonna do it. And I'm just like, this person, you know, is getting two, three, four times doing less than I'm doing. Right. And I, and I'm just like, yeah, that, it, that's where the, Terrence, that's where the burnout contributed to. You asked mm-hmm. me about that, that, that word that when you working twice as hard for so many years, at some point, you're just like, and I still can't getting keep- a third of the, of the yeah. engagement. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's like, I can't keep doing this like, mm-hmm. like that. It's, it's, it's tiring on my body. It started affecting my health. You know, oh, well, it's, and your mental health as well, yeah, mm-hmm. especially with all the effort. I don't think, um, and you can, if you want to kind of go through it, um, you're welcome to it. But a lot of people don't understand the process and the actual work and the editing and all that that goes into putting up a YouTube video, right? Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people just assume, oh, you just, yeah, that ain't hard. You, you just, just turn your camera on and sit yeah, in front you of your camera and start talking. Right. <laughs> Most of your time is probably into creating a thumbnail. Kind of go over, you know, for people who are uninitiated, kind of go over the process, your specific process that went yeah. into making these YouTube videos that before you decided to make the switch. Yeah. So in a startup, I don't have a team. I don't have a big team. A lot of a lot of these bigger creators at my level or higher do. Mm-hmm. So I'm so I'm solo. I've always been always been solo. So the process of coming up with the YouTube, what excuse me, coming up with the idea for the video, uh, I will usually script, especially the early times, I would script out 
now when it's that's just to get it in my memory. When I did, mm-hmm. when I got on camera, I pretty much kind of memorized and, and kind of ad libs. But again, but at least outline. It's always an outline of what, you know, especially when you talk about tech stuff. One time I said megabyte versus gigabyte, and you would think I, I, I cursed somebody's grandma out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, 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 like that. <laughs> so you got to be exact with, with, the, with that, with that tech audience. So yeah, but the, but the, the process is, is extensive because like you saw, like you, you write out the video. Let's say even if I did in a day, write out the video, film the video, you know, then obviously mistakes and all that, you know, so, you know, you're doing all that, got the raw footage, then to edit that down, that could take a few hours there. So, you know, like it could be a couple hours to write stuff. Sometimes it's days because I'm trying to come up with certain ideas. It's not always uh, in that same days. So a few hours or more easily to edit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I know some people who take a couple days to edit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if, yeah, you know, I can say a few to several hours to edit. Uh, even if you, even if you got it up and uploaded it, you're not done. There's marketing. A lot of people forget about the marketing and I can't just rely on the YouTube algorithm. You know, you're sending it to, you know, uh, your, your people on, tw- on Twitter at the time or on Instagram, you know, come over and watch this. You know, they're not going to do it, but you still got to say it. Um, you know, re- engaging in the comments. The first hour, they coming back and, and it's, it's, uh, and I'm looking, I'm not going to say this is harder than somebody doing construction work. Obviously it's, it's a, it's a different, <laughs> different process, mm-hmm. but, but it's, it's, it's extensive, especially when you're doing eight, 10 minute videos. Mm-hmm. That, that's, those are hours at a time easily. Like I've, I've had some where it took me two or three days to get that video out. Right. And, and to answer, to have, to have that happen. And I got this big, uh, you know, let's say I got an early view on some product or something. And I did, did this big thing, got the video out, did all this work. I'm beat. And then the algorithm decides, That part. Yeah. And it, it started hurting after a while. It hurt, I mean, it hurts financially, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make a living off this. And, and so that, but it just started hurting me mentally. I'm glad you mentioned that, Stephanie. I'm like a me- the mental health started mm-hmm. getting to me because I'm just like I know I'm doing good work. Why am I being punished? Right. right. Where like yeah. sometimes they wouldn't even send my video out. It'd be so many errors and things, or or they just decided not to push it. And I'm like the people who like, listen. If I made crap content, I will own it. I will say yeah, that was garbage. But when I get people in the comments who actually did get the video and they love it. I'm like, okay, so it's not me. Mm-hmm. What is? Now, it? Everybody's not. Everybody's not gonna like the content, right? But mm-hmm. I'm saying right. it's not a. Mm-hmm. It's not a crap video. But you know when you've done good work. And, yeah, and it, and it I take pride did in not it. get propagated it out like it should have been. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. You you know, and you know, and we all know, and we've all been there. We've we were content creators, you know, all of us, and we know mm-hmm. when we we just when it when it hit. You know, and it, and, it, and you just like, and you look at that, those analytics and you're like, are you serious right now? Mm-hmm. And it's the most frustrating thing in the world. And it's just like, what am I even doing? Right. What is this even for? And it's right. it, it versus just, like a throwaway, something goofy that you do so, just and some you put nonsense. it up and that goes right. crazy. you like, you know what? Forget right. it. <laughs> oh, that drove me, that drove me nuts when that you happened. You just be ready to slam the phone down. It's just crazy. So correlate the process um, it took into doing the longer form uh, uh, kind of breakdown because you mentioned you're shooting these shorter form videos and uploading to six different platforms. 
kind of explain your process of how you work now and getting that content out and how you upload it and what's your process mm-hmm. on that now? Yeah. So the, the structural process is the same. I still, I still, you know, have to outline and, you know, come up with an idea and film. I, you know, but it, but it has changed versus using a $4,000 camera. I use my phone, you know, and I, I, I largely use my, my iPhone, uh, for that. Sometimes I, I have both Android and, uh, just cause I'm a tech guy. It's like, I like having both. Uh, so sometimes I'll need, I'll need a, uh, you know, like I'm doing showing something on my iPhone. I'll, I'll, I'll use the Android mm-hmm. camera or whatever. So mm-hmm. I, I interchange between, between those. Um, yeah. So yeah. So I get that up and usually, you know, it's, it could be anywhere from three to 10 minutes worth of footage. Uh, you know, it, yes, it is a faster edit, which I do like. It's a faster edit. Uh, once it's done, my process is like, okay. And the nice thing is I don't have to worry about thumbnails because they don't, short form doesn't care about thumbnails. Right. Uh, so I get to eliminate that process. And I didn't mention that before that, that process could take hours because that's the key part of marketing. If somebody's not going to click you, mm-hmm. you got to get people to click, you know, and I'm, and again, I'm one of those. I'm not trying to toot my horn in any way because I'm not like that, but I know just I've been in marketing. So I know how to manipulate people and how to put out the, but, but I just couldn't, I couldn't mm-hmm. be like, be like putting out clickbaity and uh, yeah, clickbait. Yeah. I just, it, just, I just, it feels icky, and it and it hurt me. But I, I just had to stick to my I had to stick to my my values with that one. You know, I, I tried to put out as good as I could, but without being without lying to the audience because mm-hmm. in that long term, that's just that's just not good. You know, short term yeah. you'll get short term gains, but I'm trying to be here for a while, right? Yeah. So so and to answer your question about the so yeah, once the video is done. Um, you know, sometimes it's 30 minutes, you know, from, from filming to done. Are you, um, are you editing in app or are you using like a cap cut or like, something? Thank you for like asking. That? Actually, no, I, what that's what I do is I, I airdrop it to my, my Mac. I use, I use Final Cut, uh, to, I use, okay. I, I just shoot, I choose not to, well, if I edit an app, let's say I did it in, in, uh, TikTok, then it li- has to live there. Yeah, because the water, you know, stuff, yeah, yeah right. So I just decided. I think they changed that recently, but I, I just, I, I, I like Final Cut Ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just, I've been editing that since 2011. So the same software, muscle so I, memory. Yeah, yeah. So I just, I, and I edit really quickly. You know, if I want to put music in, I do, I do that. If the video's done, then I airdrop it back to my phone, and then from there, I, I, I upload to uh, TikTok first. You know, I, I come up with my. So you don't manual. Caption. You don't have like an aggregator that automatically pushes it out. Oh no, I, I do a manual. The only thing that's automatic uh, now is uh, Instagram will push to my Facebook page okay. the, uh, the the reels. It didn't, it didn't used to do that uh, reliably. Now it does. Okay. So so I'm yeah I'm up yeah. So my order is well YouTube first because it's already on my desktop. So I did, I just I use regular YouTube's regular uploader. I, I don't use the mobile app for that. And then uh, TikTok is first. Instagram. You know, I'll tease in the Instagram stories and then I'll go to, uh, uh, threads and then snap, Snapchat, you know, so like, yeah, I, I, but I've, I've done it so much that I'm able to do it really fast. Within 10 minutes, I can have it uploaded to kind of okay. everywhere. Oh, wow. And I have the pretty much the same caption. YouTube still needs a title because it's mm-hmm. YouTube. So I just have to tweak that to make it look like a title. Um, versus like uh, Instagram, you can store in a caption and, and, uh, and a, and a right. bottle. So, um, yeah, but I, yeah, again, I've, I've done it, I've done so many times that it's, it, it's a really fast process. And then I'm done and ready to, you know, move on either to the next piece. Cause sometimes I, what I do is I will film a bunch in one day. Mm-hmm. I'll film three or four, like, like tomorrow I might film like three in a row. 
mm-hmm. um, and then just knock them out. And then I'll just, you know, I usually put out a video. If I, I don't usually don't do more than one a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people push out five or six videos. I don't know what kind of time they have, <laughs> <laughs> you know, to do that. I just, I, cause I've been recommended. Oh yeah. You should do three to three to five videos a day. And I'm just like, I'm going to wear people out and they're not going to want to see me. You, right, know, you can wear out right. your weapon. That's you can wear right. out your welcome. Okay. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you a question. I actually hosted Daily Tech News Show a couple of weeks ago, and Shannon Morse was a guest host on the show. Oh, yeah. And we talked about you on the show and in uh, Good Day Internet because I said, well, I wonder how Lamar is going to feel about YouTube's decision to remove your ability to link. I, to what? To, to link. So like... Oh. Um, you, you know what I'm talking about? Um, I know you know what I'm talking about. Uh, but I, I wanted to get your take on that because that is potentially wrecking business models of folks who do what you do. Yeah, that pissed me off. Um, uh, yeah. So what, what, when I saw that, I, I was really, really upset about that because it is one of the only places, cause I uploaded again six places, um, uh, that lets you put a link in. Instagram does not let you put put a link in because sometimes I do. I'm doing products and people want to know mm-hmm. where you got the product. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and the brands want to track to be able to track that stuff. Well, right. Well, well, brands number one and 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 you know number two for myself. You know, it's not always an affiliate link, but I do have an Amazon affiliate. Mm-hmm. You know, so so it doesn't hurt. You know, but even if it's just like, hey, you got this, you know, this this controller. Where'd you get that from? Oh, I put the. But you know, I, and I just don't understand YouTube's reasoning. I understand. If you want to disable the commenters from putting links, but I'm a, I should be, I'm a verified, trusted person that's been there for 14 plus years. Should there not be some kind of filter to say, okay, you, you've done this. You have a trustworthiness. That's how they, they, they do the same thing to determine whether you get ads. Are you a trustworthy? After a while, they trust me where they don't have to double check my videos because I've done enough good videos and they leave it alone. And they don't have to uh, manually look at them to to determine whether they get ads. So you give me trust with that, but soon I'm not going to be able to put links. And I mm. I think I know why YouTube has is pushing out their shoppable uh, uh, links. So they don't work with Amazon. So, but like, let's say they worked with Best Buy, and I did a best a, a product that, that Best Buy has. They have shoppable links, so YouTube gets a little little cut, and you can use their system. They don't. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think they want to keep people in house as much as possible. That's why well, one of the reasons it Instagram. always boils down to some yeah. money. You know, it's it's money. Instagram does the same thing. Thre- threads right now lets you do links, and I hope they don't take that away. Oh, it seems like they don't they don't want don't, you to push out. Don't get your hopes up. As soon right. as Facebook is able to make some money on Threads. They're going to make some money on threads. There's, there's no question about yeah, that. I, I know. So yeah, I, I'm glad you actually mean? brought that up because, you know, just from the tech standpoint is that, okay, they have a competing product. So we're going to remove your ability to monetize without us away from you. And that just makes me think what I've always said about other platforms is like, you have to always look at them as what they are. When you are in somebody else's wall garden, they control who gets to play in the sandbox? It's like you know they they are are, are making those rules. So I, I love I how like, you have diversified, and you're you're literally 
on six different platforms because it's like, okay, well, if you mess with me this way, they're not, I, you know, maybe I'll start focusing more there. It gives you, uh, it, it gives you alternatives as compared to people who are using one thing. And when they make a change and it just, it just wrecks you. No, I'm, I'm really glad you, you, you said that. Cause that, that's, that was my most important strategy because, you know, there are people who are homegrown on, on, on TikTok that I know they have 10 million, 20 million people. And I just happen to know them. Um, and you know, two things happen. They either always ask me, how am I getting brand deals? Cause they can't get them or, you know, or they're like, I'm, you know, like scared because remember when TikTok was, you know, that whole Congress, Congress thing. And there were people thought it was going to be shut off that week. And I, and I'm just like, this is why and I told him, I told my friends, this is why you can't be putting your trust in these companies. These companies are not doing this for you. They're That's doing right. it for them. We are, we are just, you know, happen to be part of the, the, the product, you know, the thing there. So like, I, I, I don't love anyone. I, I, you, you know, I use people like they're using me. So thre- threads is cool right now, but threads can piss me off in three years. <laughs> and, and I, and I move on somewhere else. I, I have no love for, for YouTube. Yes, I started there, but I see how much they don't give a damn about me as a creator. I have literally talked to, people at YouTube. I have been there. I have, I've had reps who then just disappear after a few weeks. Like they just, if you're not making them, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, uh, uh, millions of dollars um, a month or a year, you're not that kind of creator. They, they move on. I'm not, I'm pretty much middle of the road. I'm just, yeah, I have a million, but that's not, that's nothing now compared to a lot of these bigger, mm-hmm. uh, bigger people. So right. I just get it. I just get ignored. And once I, you know, you get it, you get ignored for so long. You just like, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm just going to do my thing. Right. right. I can't, I can't, you know, that's why I like what, what you all do. I, I like it. Like you, like you, you, um, you, you, you're building your own foundations, you know? So, you know, make Spotify, the money, don't let the money make you. Right. Yeah. Spotify yeah. goes away. Cool. Our, our, our stuff is still on Apple podcasts. Uh, you know, like, you know, what, how, however that is. And I just, I, I, I like that. I tried the, the newsletter thing. It wasn't for me, for my audience, but I still like the concept of trying to own your own, uh, uh, audience. That's not, that's something that YouTube just didn't let you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they wanted to own all of that. So, uh, you know, I feel like I'm starting new, uh, in a way. But that can be exciting he, though, can it? No, no, that's what it was. When, uh, and to kind of further your question, Terrence, when I, when I started this, I felt instantly like I started back in 2008. I felt brand new, especially since, especially on TikTok. The nice thing about TikTok, most of them did not know who I was. Mm-hmm. I didn't go on there saying, I'm Lamar, a million on you, nothing. It took them months and people were like, wait a minute. I've seen you mm-hmm. somewhere and then the work, you know, but other than that, and I, it was, I grew that from scratch. I didn't get any push from anywhere. And I love that, that feeling. So I, I feel that thing that way with threads. Hey, let me start new. I got 25,000 people now. Let's, this is fresh. This gives me something to build mm-hmm. and, and grow and grow on. And, you know, there are already brands that, that are doing stuff on, on threads already, you know, so that's another income, income place. So before we let you get out of here, I wanted to just cover one area because you do, you put, you put out a video a day and oftentimes in those videos is something that, you know, a, you know, that a company has sent to you to review, to give your opinion on. And, you know, I know your opinions are your own and everything, 
But I know a lot of our listeners who are thinking about, oh, I, you know, I, I want to become a creator. I'd love to have somebody send me a new Joy-Con or have somebody send me this custom PS you know, controller or something like that. What can you tell our audience that they should be thinking about if this is something that they're just trying to get into? They're trying to become a content creator. They, they want to mm-hmm. actually get sponsors. They want to get folks to actually send them things, maybe even on embargo that they can do their video and have that come out at some point. What What is your recommendation to just, just get to the point to where brands are willing to work with you and give you the opportunity to get stuff to actually review and make videos for? Let me. Let me answer. Let me answer that in, in two parts. That's a really, really good question. The first one, I will say, because you know, I'm assuming you know your audience uh, skews black, and I, I mentor a couple of people who are, are black creators, and I, I will say, like I told them, it seems that for us right now, the faster track to success seems to be the the short form vertical. Um, you know, tr- trying to make a whole channel and, and even, you know, it's just, I've seen, I've seen it and it's just right now for some reason it's just not working. But for us, I've seen a faster success. We you don't, know, so if you can find a way to, to, you know, figure that part out, it's like, okay, what can I talk about in a minute or less? So, you know, and obviously, so I say a minute because I upload to some places that only give you a minute, but TikTok gives you 10 minutes, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, you know, and some give you 90 seconds, whatever. So, I, I would I would say that for for us, there's been a faster track, you know, to to success. To answer your other question, is is one of those things that I know they say back in the day. I know a lot of people are kind of against this, but like if you if you want the job, do the job now, as if you were in the position. You know, a lot of people balk at that because I'm not I'm not doing extra on my job, and I I I hear it. I, I I do, but like my my success as a creator has been like. I was just buying things anyway. Mm-hmm. I like stuff. I like tech. I like games and things. So I just started talking about things that I've already bought or things that I've had already in, in a house. And I really rec- recommend people. And I, I don't want to try to simplify it and say this is this is super easy. But that is the easiest way to start. You have a phone. You have, you know, you like pick, pick up, you know, let's say you like video games. You know what? You know what? Talk. Start talking about the ones you have. Right. That's all I did with Microsoft. I I had to, I didn't know how to get. A, I didn't get in contact with Microsoft. They found me. Mm-hmm. You know, I I was just talking about Microsoft things, and they were like, "Hey, we seen your videos. We want to send you a game." You know, and years later, I got a great relationship with you know with them. Um, same thing with Apple. I got a great relationship with with, with Apple. It's not a you know not a paid one, but it's a good relationship mm-hmm. of, of mm-hmm. access access and things. And so. Like, like I just say, do do the job. You know, if you want to, you know, be an unboxer. I always tell people, start unboxing stuff. Buy, you know, stuff that you get on Amazon. Amazon has a program now. Matter of fact, I lied. I upload to seven places because I upload to Amazon's Inspire. Because mm-hmm. when 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 is a thing I bought from Amazon? They have they have a TikTok like thing there, and I upload there, and I make money on that too. Yeah, Amazon's starting to look like QVC sometimes. Really, <laughs> yeah. the way they do it. Um, I was they they had me test out that and i'd end up i end up not liking their their format payment structure but but uh yeah they definitely had a qvc thing going on for a while yeah and to add your point real fast you know people people can tell well i can tell i just use me i can tell when i'm watching somebody doing something that they enjoy doing versus 
somebody that's just doing something because that's what everybody else is doing or somebody told them this is what you need to be doing or mm-hmm. after they spend thousands of dollars in this master class you know <laughs> the master class decided all right you you need to be doing this you know you can tell so i i i, I piggybacking on your point to where whatever you're doing whatever you're interested in start there first versus trying to go on and Google analytics or trying to sift through the news and find out right, what are people doing? How are people, let me do it just like them. Yeah. Dude, let me, let me jump, jump in on that. There, there is a, there's this white lady on, on TikTok <laughs> that I love watching because she embodies and she's about my, my age. She embodies that. She just started giving tips on how. Oh, to, mother. How to clean, how Mother, to clean. mothership. How, how to do TikTok. The, no, the no, woman no, that no, teaches no. you how to do the TikTok stuff. I've, I've, I've never seen her. No, th- no, this was going to shock oh, you. Oh, she's amazing. The, 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 this lady was just teaching you how to clean your clothes in the laundry properly. Something. Oh, I watch her too. I simple. love her too. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. So just, just real simple. And then, like, then from there, she went and like, hey, you know, uh, I have tips about the dishwasher. Something that. It's just ordinary, regular things, but she happens to know the, the tips and tricks and how to maximize and how to get the, your best value. She's blown up mm-hmm. because of that, and now you know she's now she's under what's called the laundry talk. Is the is mm-hmm. you know that, that now that's that's the her sub her subcategory, and I, I love finding people like that that just do regular regular things. Simple, yeah. simple things. Yes, but you can tell. That they enjoy it and well, they'll be doing this anyway. Will always win out, you know. At the end of the day, I think authenticity mm-hmm. always wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's just honestly been my, especially with the short form, because short form, especially on TikTok, whatever you you can only fake it for so long. And I'm not, I've never tried to fake it, but I'm just like you, they, they're going to call you out. I will say my fault in the beginning is I've not done this perfectly at all. Is I brought my YouTube persona over to TikTok and they started tearing me a new one because mm-hmm. because that presentation style of formal and that and that attestation and all that, you know, they were like, man, you, you know, be you. Be more you. So I'm just I'm just like, if it's something that's in the kitchen, I'm in the kitchen un- opening it. It was something for my collect, you know, like I just take it where it is and I'm just more loose with it versus making this formal presentation. So Short form has taught me you got to be real. You got to be, you know, I might even put it, have a do rag on one day, just waking up just to, (laughs) you know, I got no hair. (laughs) One of my, one of my favorite recent videos that you did, and it wasn't even unboxing. It was, why do black people do this? You had a whole case of soap, but you had, you basically had, and we all do this. This is this is a thing within our community. You will you will you will use that piece. You you will use that dial soap until it's translucent. You can literally see through this thing got so thin, and it's like, oh, I can get another seventeen eighteen washes out of this. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah, they, it was something so basic. Yeah, yeah, it was something so basic, but it's like, yeah, that, and like, you know, that was the, that was a video. It's like, wow, let's look at the numbers on this one going up, and uh, you know, it was just like something that was cool. But look, Lamar. Thank you. It has been an absolute pleasure having you on the show this week, just to you know, kind of tell us about your world and some of the kind of things that you do. But I want to just give you a few minutes at the end of the show. Tell folks how they can find you. you. You literally are everywhere. But, you know, tell folks, you know, if there's if there's a message or a place you want people to know to go find what you're doing, this is your time to tell them. 
Well, don't go to X. I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, but my main website is uh, Lamar.tv. That's Lamar with two R's. TV, and and that's where my bio is, and you know you can see see a little a lot more about me uh, and all my links to Instagram, whatever. I always tell people. You don't have to follow me everywhere. Follow me where you're the most comfortable. I, you know, like you know, deception of, of X, but a lot of people are leaving that. You know, so if you're comfortable on Instagram, I put all of my content there. So don't feel like you have to get a TikTok account or anything. I don't, I don't put anything special uh, over there unless a brand says they only want want that place. So yeah, Lamar.tv, and I'm at Lamar Wilson everywhere. Uh, I've, I've been fortunate to get to get that name and uh, everywhere. So yeah, I. I I just I just try to post as regular as possible and try to be as real as possible. I'm, I'm still learning. I definitely make some mistakes, uh, and I'm just I'm just I'm, I'm thankful that as a you know black creator, I'm I'm able to keep going and just inspire. You know, I'm able and I've been blessed to be able to mentor some people. You know, I, I do you know I, I try I still try to help some schools on the side with some of their, their things low key. I just don't make a big deal out of it. Uh, but I'm, I just, I really, there's such an opportunity right now for our people to be successful in this where it, it was only for a few before. Uh, there's, you know, so whether you are interested in tech or gaming or any kind of lifestyle things, there's this huge opportunity right now. So, um, you know, if you got an idea, man, it, it's sky's the limit. You can do it, do it. You got a phone and you got an idea. You got the world at your fingertips. You really do. That's good, man. Like it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. So y'all have probably realized that we didn't do a live show last week, but we actually got patrons last week and this week. So I want to give them a shout out. So first, we want to give a shout out to Brenda Muir, who became a new patron of us. And we also got to shout out our homie, Charles. You know, Charles Hall has given us yet another raise. I think this, you know, he, he has given us raises the two years we've been doing this show. So thank you to Charles. And for for anyone else who would like to support the Tech John, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash the Tech John, the Tech J-A-W-N. We got multiple tiers over there, any one of which gets you access to our after party, which we're about to roll into probably in about 90 seconds. So with that being said, Tech Life Steph, why don't you tell folks how they can get at you? You can follow me all around the web at Tech Life Steph or check me out at stephaniehumphrey.com. And you can find me all over the internet at Brother Tech. That's B-R-O-T-H-A-T-E-C-H. And I am at Rob Dunwood on all the things. And we are also at The Tech John on all the things. So holla at us however you holla. Till we meet again in a week's time. Peace. Peace.